is the support that's available in the UK. Uh, I know a lot of you are not watching from the UK, but there is some support available in the UK for UK businesses and workers affected by this uh, COVID-19 disruption uh, and, and that, that's been going on for, for nearly a year now. So following the third lockdown, we're in we're in the third lockdown here in the UK, starting 5th of January. Really, we barely got through Christmas. We, we had a lockdown uh, at tier three just before Christmas in most places. Then it went into tier four in January. The UK Chancellor Rishi Sunak uh, announced a further £4.6 billion worth of grants uh, to retail, hospitality and leisure. Uh, this is the, the new round of support following extensions to the job retention scheme, the loan scheme and, and so on. Um, and th there may be more to come in the, in the budget in, in March. But anyway, the new, the new lockdown, I'll run through the new lockdown grants in case as a business you're not fully aware of this. Uh, but the new grants closed for retail and hospitality, uh, for, for closed retail rather, and hospitality have been introduced. These are grants in addition to other forms of support, such as the lockdown restriction support grants. I know it's uh, it's quite complicated these, but I'm going to put the links up on my website, moneytipsdaily.com, uh, which businesses that were forced to close between the 5th of November and 2nd of December 2000. So new grants are available, £4,000 for businesses with a rateable value, that, that's to do with the business rates of under £15,000 and under, 6000 if you've got a rateable value between 15 and 51, 9000 for businesses with a rateable value over 51000 And in addition, uh, just under five, 600 million will be available to, made available to local authorities and devolved administrations uh, for, to support businesses not eligible for those grants and and this might be affected by the latest restrictions businesses should apply to the, your local authority so wherever you are you know whatever borough you're in your london borough or your district borough or your mayor of your city you've got to apply to those areas uh, for, for local grants i mean i know in, in a lot of areas things like parking areas have been closed down completely which is affecting takeaway businesses uh, so there's a lot of disruption, particularly for physical businesses. Online businesses seem to be booming, but physical businesses have been really badly affected by, by all of this. I'm just going to close this door here. It'll be a bit distracting seeing my cupboard full of files. Um, so what else is available? Well, uh, there is, of course, the, the, the coronavirus job retention scheme, which obviously benefits employees. Employees get paid. But it, it mainly benefits the employers who have to uh, are able to lay people off uh, without sort of getting rid of them or, or making them redundant. They can effectively furlough them and say, we'll stay at home and then the government will pay up to 80 percent of their of their salary. Now, believe it or not, nearly 10 million people are on this scheme at the moment um, and from over 1.2 million employers. So employers are really taking advantage of this scheme. And the cost has exceeded in last year alone, 43 billion. And that was at November. So it could it could have reached 50 billion by the end of the year. So it's an enormous cost. And, you know, it's all right for the chance of throwing this money around, but eventually it has to be paid by, by the taxpayers. And, and that could could mean tax rises in, in March or certainly uh, tax rises on, on soft targets like, like landlords, for instance, or people with a bit of money. 
I'm sure that tax rises are going to come in to, to partly pay for this. At the moment, it's borrowed money. The government uh, has borrowed hundreds of million, billions of pounds last year. It's This whole mess has cost 300 billion uh, in, in last year. That was the estimate anyway. Uh, but on the 17th of December, the Chancellor announced a further one month extension of the, the, the financial support under this job retention scheme. Uh, and it's going to run till the end of April. Uh, and this is, I mean, I'm assuming that this means that the economy will be shut down until Easter, at, at least. Uh, I mean, last year they were talking about having it locked down, you know, in, in March and, you know, to get to be to be ready for the summer. And then the summer came and then it was, we need another lockdown so we can have a good Christmas. We didn't have a good Christmas. And now they're talking about Easter. And, and then what is it then going to be into summer of 2021 before we can get things back to normal? And the overall cost in 20, uh, sorry, I've been, I've been through that. The overall cost in 2020 uh, was, was 43 billion. That was just for the job retention scheme. So th that scheme will run, it will pay 80% of the salary up to a maximum of 2,500. And a lot of people are on furlough, sitting at home doing nothing. Um, and personally, I feel that some employers and some large companies are taking advantage of this. Well, why not? You know, the money's there, Let, let's, let's grab some of it. It is benefiting big business. Meanwhile, a lot of self-employed people and small businesses are slipping through this this net and, and getting nothing. And uh, partly, I went through this uh, uh, recently, and that's on my website, the, the SACE grant, which I'm going to go through in a second. But a lot of people are slipping through this net and not getting anything, while big companies are are really raking it in with, with the, these schemes. Uh, so have a look at that. Have a, have a look at the, the furlough scheme. I expect there's not much you can do if you're an employee. You're either on it or you're not. If you're an employer, maybe you can put people on that if your business is really suffering. You might even be able to put yourself on it if you are employing yourself under a limited company. Then, of course, there's the Self-Employed Income Support Scheme, the SACE, as it's called. Uh, not much change there, but it's been extended through to April again. A big hint that this, this lockdown is going to continue. And uh, that, that will cover you know, losses of profits. And I put on my website how to apply for this. Uh, but again, as I said a lot of small businesses have, have fallen through the net and not getting anything. Uh, some of them because they're not paid enough tax in the last year or recently started their business or, you know, I mean, it, it's almost like a tax rebate because it's based on your taxable income in, in the past. Um, now, now, the government of obviously doing this to try and keep the economy going. Uh, we have to sort of applaud them in that way that, that you know, at least the economy hasn't completely collapsed, although it is the worst recession in something like 300 years. Uh, but but at least, you know, people are not literally on the streets. So it is something. But food banks are very busy. There's a big hoo-ha here about uh, providing school meals for, for kids that are, are being homeschooled. Uh, apparently, the, the, the school meals that were being provided through a private company were not adequate um, and, and parents were saying on the TV, well, I've got four kids and I can't feed them, you know, so it's up to the government to help me. Well, yeah, OK, some people are in that position. Uh, so there are additional support measures. Uh, the Financial Conduct Authority, the FCA, published fresh guidance across a range of issues, including mortgages, consumer credit loans, where you could get payment holidays um, and, and so on. So if you're struggling to pay a loan, have a look at that. Again, I put the link up. On, on my on my website uh, for, for any additional support you can get. A lot of people are not paying their mortgages or not paying their rents at the moment. And, and the fear is that when that scheme eventually ends here and in America, 
that there might be an, a surge in uh, people in trouble, repossessions and so on. And, and that could mean a, a problem with, with the, the property market. And, you know, the government hints at these, these further lockdown measures even still because the, the rates are going up in the UK with this new variant, so-called new variant. Uh, and the Federation of Small Businesses the other day said that a quarter of a million small businesses could go bust this year or are likely to go bust. And that that doesn't surprise me because, you know, I know a lot of businesses, you know, when I was running the company and we employed people, there's no way we could have survived for three, four months without income coming in, even with a furlough scheme, because we had bills to pay. We had a lot of bills to pay, rent and rates and, and, and all the rest of it. Um, you know, other costs other than salaries that, you know, there was no way we could have survived more than a few months, really, unless the bank were prepared to, to, to bail us out and put a lot of money in. This is because most businesses run on, on fairly much of a knife edge. You know, they're, they're getting money, you know, they're paying money out to people, suppliers and that sort of thing. And then they're chasing money in from people. Well, you know, if the person you're chasing money to, to goes under, if they go bust, then that, that means you're not going to get paid for that money yourself. And that has a, a domino effect. So it could cause you to go bust because that big uh, uh, customer of yours has gone bust, hasn't paid what, what they owed you. And there are some large companies that have gone bust last year. Big, big retailers uh, gone into administration, Debenhams and uh, House of Fraser and, and, and lots of other large retailers have gone under. And that will affect a multitude of smaller businesses supplying to, to those companies. And a lot of big companies are hanging on by a thread. We heard of Norwegian Air uh, today, and I think we, we've got someone online here from, from Norway, I can see Dagmar. Uh, Norwegian Air, the, the budget airline, which was trying to break into the long haul market, they haven't gone bust because they've had a, a big uh, bailout from uh, the, the Norwegian government, but they've stopped uh, their, their long haul business. They, they can't continue it at the moment, well, I'm not surprised. Um, <clears throat> And that will affect in, in the UK 1,100 jobs. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know, companies are laying off people uh, left, right and centre. And it, it's only set to continue uh, as we go through this. And, you know, we, we don't get the economy back. We need to get the economy back up and running. I know there's a coronavirus out there, but I think the government have got to do more to get us somehow back up and running uh, so that we're not just paying out this money uh, and, and borrowing more money. And, you know, if you look at the, the number of people already on benefits, even before this crisis, um, you know, if I go back to, I mean, the figures are only out for, for up to February 2019. We haven't got the, 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 the latest figures, but, you know, at that time, there were a quarter of a million people seeking job seekers allowance, uh, nearly half a million on income support, carers allowance, 1.3 million, uh, attendance allowance, that's another sort of disability type benefit, one and a half million. Uh, pension credit, 1.6 million. Disability living allowance, 1.6 million people. The, these are employment and support allowance, 2 million. Personal independence payment, 2 million. Housing benefit, 3.7 million people on housing benefit as of February 2019. Uh, and that's on the DWP figures. State pension, people on state pension, 12.6 million at that time. Uh, and... You know, of course, the state pension, there's no fund there for the state pension. The state pension was is, is based on money that was been paid in over a lifetime of someone's working life and then is paid out in today's money. So if someone said, well, I've paid in all my life for the last 40 years, 
yeah, you might have been paying in the last 40 years since 1975. Uh, but in 1975, when you were earning 30 pounds a week, for instance, or 50 pounds a week, you know, you were paying maybe two or three pounds a week into this pension scheme. Well, now you're drawing 100 pounds a week from this pension scheme. So and, and the government didn't save that that two pounds a week. They spent it. And and then now they're just taking money out of the tax take and, and paying out these these 12.6 million state pensions. So in effect, it's like a giant Ponzi scheme, really. It, it, if I did this sort of scheme and collected money from people and paid it out like Bernie Madoff, I would be put in prison like he has. But the governments in, in here and in America and all over the world are, are doing exactly this. So you can imagine the strain on the system and the amount of borrowing that's taking effect. And to me, the only effect of this will be some sort of financial collapse in, 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 you know, in the near future or in sometime in the next couple of years. So get ready for that. You know, make sure your money's protected. Make sure you have something. Maybe you've got, if you have investments, make sure you've got diversity there that you, you know, you're not all, in, all your eggs are not in one basket. Look to invest in assets that, that are safe. Um, I'm not your investment advisor, so I can't give you investment advice. But, you know, you've got to think about things that are are safe in, in any economy. You know, gold is mentioned that, that gold is a safe haven uh, through good times and bad. But, you know, who knows? I, I can't tell you, you know, the problem with gold is it doesn't give you an income. Uh, property, you know, all right, property prices are high at the moment. But at least I feel with property, it's a long term bet. It's still a reasonably safe investment. Government bonds, depending on which government you are uh, giving your money to, are reasonably safe. Um, obviously, cash is safe, but cash is losing its value uh, as all this money is being printed in, in America and, and here. So, well, you've got, to, you've got to look at your own investment portfolio. If you have a portfolio, uh, if you haven't got a portfolio, then you need to start saving so that you have something in the background. As I, as I suggest in my book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. It's not just a philosophy, philosophy, philosophical book. It, it actually goes through practical steps uh, of managing your money and having something aside. I mean, I talk about the smart money management system, for instance. So it, it's a practical book on managing money because as we found out in this crisis, uh, a lot of people have no savings whatsoever. You know, they, they work for 20, 30 years and then they're laid off by their employer. The employer goes bust, they, they, they lose their job and they haven't got uh, more than a few hundred pounds in savings. This is the same in America, the so-called, as the, the senators were saying, the greatest country in the world um, and, and certainly the biggest economy in the world, the biggest economy the world's ever seen. And yet so many of those people that were in this economy didn't have more than a few hundred dollars in savings when the stuff hit the fan. And, and you don't want to be in that position where you're caught with your pants down with, with nothing when, uh, you know, you lose your job and, and then you've got all these payments to make, loans or uh, mortgages or rent. You don't want to be in this position where you're literally caught with your pants down. So so make sure, perhaps have a look at my book and, and certainly follow me on uh, my, my website, moneytipsdaily.com for for. for for my blogs and, and tips and on money and, and so on. And, and please subscribe to my newsletter.